and try if you're born 12 days before Christmas, like you're a newborn, I'm good, they though. try to steal you. Okay, try but, to steal that baby. But also you could stop the creatures from getting into your house by placing a colander outside the door. Okay. So they're, what they, about, what's the market for colanders? So they're compelled to count the holes, but because the number three is holy in the Greek, they would fail to count that number and have to start again. So they would so be on this would occupy loop. them till sunrise when the house would be safe mm. until darkness fell again. So these are the original vampires, it sounds like. Maybe. Well, it just, just sounds like someone stealers. trying to sell a lot of colanders. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Visually gorgeous and incredible. You know, a lot of the stuff in the movie is real. Mm -hmm. You know, there's real planes and real G's, like Tom Cruise. (laughs) (laughs) There was one villain that was worse than than Barbosa, Blackbeard, and Salazar. Salazar, and it was a female. Her name is Amber Heard. Amber Heard. there it was pittsburgh it resonates with our city we didn't even know in pittsburgh you, <laughs> you guys i didn't you freaking i'm not I'm making a point of saying it's like every other city in america dude i can't take it welcome back to the welcome, wacky welcome, wonderful welcome. wise works podcast we're here with all you guys, gals, geeks, and goofballs, to have have a good time, to have a gr- a great time. <laughs> okay, this Christmas season, this Christmas season, Christmas season. We're in it now. We're in the weeds of the Christmas season. The yeah, no, music's I would on the say radio. December fifteenth. No, I'd say Dece- December. What are you the, talking about? The music is definitely on the radio. Right Everybody's now. got it's their Christmas lights popping. People got Christmas pop, trees pop. up. They said Thanksgiving turkey, and then okay, pop pop pop. In the lights. weeds. In the weeds is after Black Black Friday because yeah. that's when everyone goes shopping for their Christmas gifts. We are definitely well well within the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Well with yeah. Because Thanksgiving's already passed. Yeah, two two holidays during the holiday season's already passed. Only mm-hmm. two it's more to go. It's the holiday season. And whoop-de-doo. And whoop-de-doo. And dickerida. You went and saw a movie today. I did. Tell us about it. I went and saw Black Panther <laughs> Wakanda Forever. <laughs> what did he hit you with the... <laughs> um, I would say it was... I was going into it kind of with you know tiptoes because you know i've not been great with the marvel stuff lately but marvel hasn't been great to you yes but it was subpar it was not great but it wasn't good <laughs> wait hold on define subpar for it was me. no it wasn't bad but it wasn't great either that's what i meant i to need say. to know what subpar means it i know means it I know was not negative. great it was below par but it was means. not bad either oh it's a golf term I didn't catch that. I just yeah. now realizing subpar is a gar- golf term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was beyond bogey. It was basically what I expected. Subpar, yeah. Um, really quickly, because I was the only one who watched it, I'll just run through what I thought of it: the goods, the bads, everything like that. Go for it. I was really looking forward to a really good kind of Chadwick Boseman thing, and they did. They did give us some. Are you talking kind of about a memorial? Memorial, memorial yes. Some kind of like 
he died and this and it opens up the film with him being sick and he's he's he dies within Did the they first deep fake him they didn't no, show him they didn't show him at all just a picture um so i feel like that was it was okay they could have done it a little better and then later in the film the queen dies mm-hmm. and so i feel like Spoilers. in my opinion that trumped his death i feel like not that they didn't give his death justice a little bit, but I feel like they overlooked it because they they made uh, the queen die also. They were like, oh, yeah. I don't think they death, should have done that. Big yes. Yeah, I heard a lot of people ha- we talking about mourning, that. We weren't mourning King T'Challa in that opening sequence. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, you're, it was, mourning you're mourning Chadwick Chad, A real Boseman. man who yeah, was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, they Which, do have a lot of s- small things in there because it's mostly – a the film is mostly about uh, – um, what's the what's his sister? I just lost her name. Why was this a thing? Shuri. Shuri. Yes. Uh, it's mostly about her, and she does say things like, "He didn't tell me he was sick. He just kept it to himself." Mm. Very reminiscent of Chadwick himself, yeah. because he didn't tell anybody. He just was going through a very, you know, personal battle of cancer, which is which which is understandably what Chadwick Boseman did, mm-hmm. but I don't think what. T'Challa would have done. No. The guy who cares about his country so much and his people well, so much, he's just going to be like, well, I'm getting sick and, you know, no, nobody he, has the means to become the Black Panther after me. I, I shouldn't no, tell anybody. He did, uh, <laughs> it, through the film, there there was like, she she realized that he had set up things and even at the very last mm-hmm. thing, this is spoiler. Can I spoil it for you guys? You can watch yeah. it. The very spoil last it. thing found out that he ended up having, he has a son. Mm. With you know canceled, the, I didn't give my consent. Only Wyatt did. <laughs> Why didn't you say anything? I was so, waiting to cancel him. He has a son before he died with uh, the love interest in the first movie, yeah. And uh, he he kind of he set up for his death through the movie. Sure, he kept finding these things that he had set up for her, but it but she didn't know because he didn't want to like tell her and have her. So he he left a little a little treasure hunt quest for her. A little bit. To become the Black bit. Panther. Um, but besides that, the film was subpar. I will say... What about Namor? Yes. He was the best part of the movie, I think. Really? He actually played... A, I really enjoyed his character. You are about to say, I really loved... I really liked his character, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Wait, did did there it was some, pull you out? What, what was the... What was the the feet wing situation going on. It was it was a little odd, but it it was it, it was, was Namor. Good. Yeah, That's it was Namor. Namor. That's I know. The character I just, in the comics. I will say this though, kind of the last, the last fifteen minutes of the film. So his whole thing was it kind of is is following kind of real history a little bit mm-hmm. and being like what's uh like white people come and do like cocaine Col- and, colonization yeah like they took over his their lands and took all their hmm. stuff wait and, how did you get from come in and do cocaine to colonization that's not that, how colonization works but, but cocaine no, isn't a part said. of it you're, right. you're, you're talking <laughs> you about what he was talking where they about were making them, he said come they in were making them yes down in uh where the mexico big co- yes the big cocaine era with the movie blow that johnny depp did and all that other stuff it's all but how did you get colonization this. out of that? I know that the movie's about colonization, even though they he use... He looked up reviews. They use basically white people instead of uh, Spanish people yeah. for the colonization, which it was all Spanish people. And yes. Namor speaks Spanish and not uh, the original Aztec language. 
which is weird. Shouldn't he be speaking the original Aztec language? Well, I didn't see the movie. So disregard what Wise said. I just, I know, I know. Going in and watching, I'm just gonna see all of the woke stuff. There was not as much as you think. It actually, they they were very tame with it. I feel like there was one scene where uh, the Ironheart, when they meet her, she says something about being intelligent because she's at school, and she goes, "Yes, I'm a, I'm, I'm like uh, intelligent black woman," and I'm like. You know, I should just go around and start saying that. I'm an intelligent I'm, black I'm, woman. No, I'm an intelligent white man. And just <laughs> that won't go well. Yeah. See what people think. Uh, yeah, what I heard what I heard was it was two groups of people who are fighting each other over a resource that both of them exclusively okay, so have. This is what I was about to say when, <laughs> when I got uh, derailed a little bit. So the Namor, they want to kind of go to war with Hold whole on. World because... You're just telling us the story. Give us the highlights. Well, this is... It, it, okay. Uh, you have to ignore Give the story. Give us the highlights of what you liked and what you didn't like. I not... did not like this. This is okay. what I have to explain. So, they're try Them and Wakanda are going at, are at odds. They're going to war because he, they, he wants Wakanda to join them in fighting everybody else, and Wakanda okay. does not. Okay? At the end of the movie, it feels like... Shuri just convinces him. He's like, "Okay, I won't. I won't kill everybody anymore." And mm-hmm. it's like, "What? There was no conclusion there. Why did you change yeah. his mind after his whole life he spent? He was gonna do this, and he you just changed Shuri his mind when with in like two minutes. And then the final kind of scene with him in it, he goes, "I was joking with. I was trying to say that I wasn't going to, so that eventually we can work with Wakanda to." you know, trick everybody else, essentially. So there was a subplot of him yeah. tricking Wakanda, essentially, at the end. So hmm. at the that end, was so wait, better. He's, still, he's double-crossing Wakanda? A little bit, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, he, I guess that's a way, that's a that's a decent way to end the film. Yes, he... he, he uh, Leave it, it Wakanda exposed? It wasn't a perfect plan? Not clam. quite yet, but um, yes, it wasn't... They thought okay. he wasn't going to fight everybody, and then he ended up saying, yes, I just since did that subpar, saying that I wasn't going since to. Since subpar is not a tier... Give us what the one to ten is. There was things that I liked in it, and then there was things that I was like, "This is not. This is just. I'm seen this before." One to ten. I'm gonna give it a five. Middle of the road. Mm. <laughs> mm. All right, five out of ten. You didn't which, excite which Joshua isn't too much. which isn't the way that this movie should go down. To be honest, not really. Not following up. A I might get some hate thing. for this. The as a film, I would rather watch the first one over this one. Yeah, but I think Shuri played a better Black Panther, really? which she was only there was only Black Panther for like ten minutes of the end. There was no Black Panther Boring. up till ten minutes to the end. I think I I I'm she still, played I a better Black Panther, in my opinion. Than I Chadwick. I haven't seen the. Uh... I haven't seen the movie, mm-hmm. but I would still go with. I think they should have recast Black Panther at T'Challa. Like yeah, they yeah. should have, and they the, they should have done it with an alternate version of him from a different world, played up. by Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan in another he, world. He was should, in this movie. I know he was in it, but he yeah. should have been. He should have been T'Challa from another world. Who is Black Panther? And he came to this, and right. he came to this one. The as, audience is calling it a ninety-five percent. Wow, 
That's pretty high. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. That's higher than the critics, which is not common. But now, give it, I'd say give it uh, a couple months and this one will be, I think will be down. Yeah. Not yeah. not not on here, but it'll be down with uh, the first Black Panther and Captain Marvel and the, and Thor Love and Thunder. Yeah, yeah. It was, I don't, I, I don't know that this movie is. It was nothing special, but. It was actually a lot better than I thought it would be going into. Is, so, is her name sp- pronounced Letitia? Letitia, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Letitia Wright. Uh, I've heard some interesting news about her lately. Oh. She's a professing Christian. Is she really? Yeah, she's the next. Uh, she's the next Chris Pratt in the Marvel universe. <laughs> but now she needed, actually, we needed some like ethnic female representation for in the, the, in the Christian there. Hollywood people. Look, I'm down. If, there, if there's a, if there's if there's something that I want to get on, it's like, hey, yeah. let's get the ethnic females out there representing Christ, right, in Hollywood. No, but for real, like, yeah, there was some pretty, there is some cool news out there. Like what she says, it doesn't sound, mm-hmm. doesn't sound surface level. Sounds deep. Sounds very. So personal. she's not that, you know, uh, Sunday morning Kanye West. No, she's not that kind of. <laughs> she's not that kind of Hollywood Christian. Uh, very cool, Joshua. Good job. Before we get right into the topics, I know uh-huh. we're going a little long in the intro. I have one question for Joe. What is that? And if you want to save this to the midnight special, we can. Okay. Um, Are we going to tease the midnight special again? I did last week with my But I, I want to ask you, and you can answer here if you want. Um, how's your journey in The Last Airbender going? Okay. Oh! Well, it's been telling me about this a little bit. We have not talked about this, but... Wait till the midnight special. I'm gonna roast. Wait I'm, gonna midnight special. I'm gonna tease for the midnight special. Okay, all right. See, uh, all you audience will have to have to wait a week. Here we go. I'm teasing for the midnight special. That first season was a slow burn. Okay, you're basically telling us this. No, I'm giving you. Just giving give you us a brief a, thing. A teaser. First season slow burn. My ears perked up in second season. The end of second, getting into third. Haven't finished the third. Just a couple episodes deep. Freaking good. What do you, you're enjoying it? It's freaking okay. good. We can now, talk more about this. I'll give my thoughts as to later. why I think it's good, why the conversion, and all my thoughts around that okay. on the midnight on special. The midnight special. Very my cool. Guy. Yes. I'm. I'm, I'm, looking I'm happy for that. that. I'm looking forward to the midnight special now. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't. I was before. But. Right. Well, let's I, move in. Let's move into I the told topics you. for this week. Okay. So, let me remind myself what I titled this opener. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, uh, this season's monsters. We're going to talk about how monsters are made for movies. Okay. How are monsters created for movies? Ooh. All right. So I kind of broke this down. I want to get into technicals. I want to get into the production side of things. I have a question. Go for it. Did you watch that corridor video? No, I did not. Okay. Why? Uh, where they talk about the making of Vecna. No, I didn't watch that one. I've I, watched other I videos on Vecna. I, did. I, I didn't watch I the did. Corridor one. Okay, because they were with one of the artists who worked on Vecna, mm-hmm. um, and it, they went into some details about how he was created. I saw. I've seen behind the scenes stuff. I don't Is know it if it was their video. Pizza? No, it's not <laughs> cheese pizza. All right, so check this out. In my mind, so I'm breaking this down based on what I can observe and what mm-hmm. I'm trying to help people understand that might be searching or asking this question. First, we got practical. Yeah. Then we got animated. Then we have a category that's a little different I call hidden. Oh, I thought you were going to say practically animated. No. Oh. Hidden 
something like Jaws. Yeah, yeah. Now he became practical at yeah. the end, mm -hmm. but for the most part, you can hide your monster and mm -hmm. give the give the illusion of mystery. So that's that's a way to create. And then also, you can do a mix of all of them, right? Yeah, which is so, what a lot of people are doing nowadays. Yes. Uh, you mix it up. You try to go as practical as you can, but then you add the animation, you add the VFX, and you get somewhere. What? Not like Gremlins, you know. They were all puppetry. All practicals. Which I love, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I so, love it. So, um, with that said, what are some of your guys' favorite monsters in this category, and so when when we say practical, Ooh. we're talking about practical. We're talking about artists dressing up puppets or humans to become monsters, um, or like a big animatronics, like the two Jurassic big Park. two big ones for me. You guys know aliens, yeah, yeah, predators. That's yeah, yeah. xenomorphs from the Alien series, and and the Yaucha from Predator. Yeah, uh, both of those. Um, there's a lot of. Most of the early movies are almost all practical effects, which is fantastic. And even in Alien vs. Predator, where they mix in CG and practical, yeah. I think actually a lot of it actually looks really good. Um, so I love those two. My favorite practical monster that we've seen on anything, mm. any film we've they've seen so far was... Way back in the probably early 2000s, maybe late 90s, uh, BBC made Narnia. Aslan was a puppet. <laughs> they made Aslan as a puppet. It was so he, good. He talked like it was, so, it was good. so good. You're crazy, bro. Aslan talked He's like this. He's not a monster. But Aslan he was a talked great like practical. this. <laughs> it was so bad. I would think more of the wolf from the never ending story. Ooh. Now that's that's freaking creepy. They that's also had creepy, a weird yeah. practical. Well, I'm not bringing up a picture. We, we've done that like we've four done that times before. Yeah, but I, it's okay. scary. Practical speaking, I I love I love what I'm seeing these days. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah. Vecna is kind of going to become iconic. Yeah, he is. Vecna is incredibly good. Um, things like Jaws left us. Why I put hidden up there is because Jaws, in my in my opinion, we should have got a a sense of scale without having to show us outright. Yeah. Because once we saw the animatronic, once we saw the practical creature mm -hmm. for Jaws, in my, I became disconnected because they, back then mm -hmm. the technology mm -hmm. just wasn't there to no, make, no, make it no, as scary. They only, show, it they only show basically the mouth. No. They show the whole thing. They show a uh, lot it of- It jumps up on the boat, bro. Yeah, but- the, And they a dude show slides a lot into of it, his but, mouth. But it's still practical. No, I'm I, just saying you, it, they can't I just think the the hide the whole movie. No, you can, you can. You ever seen Tremors? Kevin Bacon. That's a lot of hidden, and I have and seen. There's a lot the of short film hidden. <laughs> there's a lot of werewolf uh, shorts and a lot of werewolf indie films that they don't ever show the werewolf. Yeah, no, they, they don't. It. They don't. Um, no, the, yeah, I know. About the werewolf, you know. I'm, I'm just saying, very, you, you, can you can do it. You can do it. We all know what a shark looks like. Mm -hmm. It would have been cool to see, like, you can get, like, close-ups and all kinds of stuff to, like, show the scarring on the, the yeah. shark, show the fin, get a, get silhouettes, you know, scope of size. But when I saw Jaws in all his glory on top of the ship, I lost connection a little mm -hmm. bit, and I wish they would have remained hidden. So are so, we just, like, oh, 
Are we doing each of these? What's our favorite monster? Monster from no, each of no, these? No, not talk about what our favorite monster is. Okay, I want you to said, hear... What's your favorite monster from Practical? And I'm from like, Practical, yeah. What's your favorite monster from Animated? <laughs> well, you can go ahead and give me what what's your favorite animated, but I don't really think I, I'm more interested to hear what do you think was done. There's most so many good ones. Not 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 favorite, but what's most effective? I think the I think the there is a mixture, but I think that opening. Of the T Rex breaking the fence, coming out in the rain, in the yeah. dark, of yeah. animated monsters at the T Rex. It was decent. It's it I love decent. like that's so iconic. It's so beautiful. Wait, which one are you talking about? The first Ju- one, Jurassic Park. But that wasn't animated. Yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah, it was when he when the T Rex oh, breaks oh, through you the mean fence when he walks. and it and and she comes out and and it's it's raining. You see her yes, full body yeah, yeah. and. You know, she comes through and she roars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You we know? watched it a bunch of times trying to figure out the it's, sound. Yeah. It's beautiful and it's animated. That is animated. It's moments before we got like that close up where she raises her head. Mm-hmm. And, and that was practical. And, and the foot and when it gets close. But I'm talking that, l- seeing that, mm-hmm. right? The animated version of that is some of my favorite work. Mm-hmm. Uh, entirely animated monsters. You can you can break it down to what I put on the so screen. So many good ones. I, I put this on my screen. Demogorgon think, is good. Yeah. Demogorgon Death Angel good. is Death Angel really from good. A Quiet Place, in my opinion, is my favorite. That's why mm-hmm. I put it up here. I don't. I haven't seen as believable and creepy and non-practical monster that had me shaking in my boots as much as A Quiet Place yeah. and those monsters. We just watched. Um, uh, I want to say live, die, repeat. It's not live, die, repeat. Um, uh, Edge, Edge of Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Those are um, good too. Those, those are really are solid. Pretty solid. I'm trying to remember what they look like. Very arm heavy. Almost tentacly. Yeah. Let me let me remind myself. It's been like a few years since I got an opportunity to watch Edge of Tomorrow. And there's a ton of full animation monster like creatures in Pirates. <laughs> So like Davy Jones is monstrous, the skeletons, the kraken, um, all of these different things, and those are almost entirely CG. Uh, yeah, is that one. Oh heck, dude, yeah. the blue one with its mouth open. I remember this. I freaking love it, dude. Man, I was gonna pick this from a monster, but I couldn't remember this. That was what I was thinking of. This one. Yeah. Yeah. Yush. They are so cool looking, man. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, they are freaking cool, man. They're almost all they're made it's up almost of looks tentacles, like, like uh, roots in a tree. Yeah, yeah, they are kind of root esque. Um, with that said, I wanted to parlay this into parlay. I want to parlay this into let's get a professional in the monster realm. Okay, Are we gonna give this us like phone a friend. It, or is... No, we're just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not phoning nobody. Oh. But we are going to take a note from one of the one of the most iconic monster film directors. Okay, Guillermo del Toro. Ah, Guillermo. Yeah, I would say he's kind of he's up. Pretty there. well versed. Guillermo's done a, a <laughs> yeah, lot of monsters. Yeah, 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 freaking. I I've not watched The Strain, uh, but I want to. It's vampire heavy. You um. He also just did the Cabinet of. Curiosities. We well, he didn't direct of... it, but he he's co-directing, creating. Yeah, he, he's curiosities. overseeing. So, um, he created four steps to creating a monster for your film or story. Okay, okay. And he said, him. "This is how he does it. 
This is what he told people. So wow. first is inspiration comes from powerful sources. Yeah, I agree. Um, do you want to pick this up, Wyatt, and read this through? This says, the artisanal monster maker admits that he looks inwards to reconcile the imbalance between beauty <laughs> and tragedy and rage that many artists face. However, for monsters to be most effective, Del Toro insists that they need to draw from a multitude of sources, myth, literature, nature, and our own spirit. Very cool. This is a starting spot. Yeah. And this is his words of how he's like, you gotta you gotta start with something. Maybe you're doing a remix of so something that exists. So you know? let's 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 take what's on the screen here, mm -hmm. for example. Mm -hmm. The predator. predator. Yeah. Uh how does this draw from myth, literature, nature? It's an alien. Um Well first it wasn't the first alien. Was it the first was it the first uh did Predator come after Alien? It did. Okay, so I think Predator took inspiration from Alien as far as danger Wait, alien. Wait, no, no, I would so, say Predator so is Predator an alien. Predator is very it, different. So, is so it, it's not an alien? He is an alien. He is an alien. So I think what what makes Predator scary is, uh, you know, uh, an, an enemy you can't see, which is what a lot of monsters are, right? So he's invisible. An enemy that is stronger than you, so you're stronger both physically and technologically. Um, a creature that you don't know why it's killing. I think that's very important. And they went into they have they even though he's technologically advanced, they gave him a lot of sharp teeth, sharp claws. Yeah, because humans in their psyche have a fear, a fear of those of things, sharp and biological he, animals. And he is, he is, like he's he's uh um, what is it uh uh anthropomorphic like human-esque yeah. mm -hmm. but very different in the way that he looks with the teeth with the mouth but has human eyes yeah almost human eyes yeah which i think is very important intelligence as well i think makes him scary definitely uh the predator or not the predator the alien has very similar things in that it's killing it nobody knows why it's doing it it's mysterious. It's killing from the shadows. That's what makes monsters scary. Absolutely. So, and I think in the, some way that that's a good breakdown of seeing like how mm -hmm. he how to take this this monster and yeah. break it down according to what Del Toro is saying. I'm trying to look up something right there. I want Can I move on to number two? Yeah, yeah, go for All it. Right. Well, I'm looking this up. So number two is tone and environment mm -hmm. are as are as important as creature design. Del Toro marks tone as a distinguishing factor in the process. Noting that the monster design must be of a piece with all their elements, must be of a piece with all their elements of the picture, both visual and and oral. Errol, um, what is that word? What do we? Aru? Did I? Oral. Oral. I don't yeah. know what that word means. Um, I I I don't know either. I don't know exactly. That may not be quite what he's saying <laughs> it's, it's um, probably a mis a miswrite no i would agree because we could take we could take the predator we could take the alien both settings the jungle is almost alien to humans mm -hmm. you know it's it's dark it's creepy it's wet it's very close together it's stagnant mm -hmm. you know um you don't know what's behind the next tree you don't know what's beyond the next 
uh, hill. Yeah. Uh, the spaceship in um, the Nostromo in Alien, it's it's big. It's tight spaces, you know, and you've got this organic thing in a non-organic environment. Yeah. Very scary. Gollum mm-hmm. is, while small and not necessarily super uh, imposing, is in dark, dank caves where everything is tight. Everything is yeah. close. And it's an environment that he is most versed, most, most well-versed in. Yeah. Which everybody that comes into that feels vulnerable. Oh, yeah. But Gollum is the threat in the space. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I think the environment has, like, if you can picture an environment that your, your creature can cultivate itself in is the most threatening that's going to give you insight on what your monsters attributes it also has to be an environment that is uh scary to humans so i just watched the thing with kurt russell oh my god um (laughs) the 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 while the creature is very very alien um the environment that they're in is antarctica Mm -hmm. they can't escape no they can't get away. It's cold. It's 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 way below zero in these environments. The environment has to be scary as well. The worst, most graphic monster I have seen. I hate it. I hate it. Say I hate it. it. It's just a you know Indiana Jones, uh the 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 first one. Yeah, the the Prisoner Ar- of Azkaban. Pri- yes. <laughs> Um, you know when they open up the Ark of the Covenant and everybody's face melts? Oh, I love that. That, probably like 10 times in the movie. I'm not kidding. Wait, the, they in, melt in people's the faces? Yes. 10 yeah. times? Oh, yeah. Yes. There's this absolutely horrifying scene because the alien, the thing is in like a dog. And it, it, it's all practical. Mm-hmm. And there's like tentacles coming out of the dog and it's splitting open and almost uh, Cronenberging on itself. Yeah. Its skin is gone. It's changing. It's morphing. It is haunting. I was eating a sandwich at the time. It, t- it was turning my stomach. It was it's um, so graphic. <laughs> however, gross. I forced myself to continue eating that sandwich, <laughs> watching it, right? Um, there's There's a scene where the guy is like trying to resuscitate another dude. He goes to press on his chest. The chest opens up and there's teeth inside and it bites off his arms. Ooh. It's so <gasps> it's there's so one dude, his head splits Ugh. into like two like mouths and bites another dude's head. Dude, the thing is absolutely crazy as far as the uh practical effects it's go. So graphic. Sounds like they're going so too hard. Gra- yeah. It's uh yeah. what's his name? John Carpenter, who did Halloween. Why did I want to say Kurt Russell? He went a little harder and after Halloween. He, he went hard. Who's Kurt Russell? Uh, he was in Escape from New York. He played uh, uh, Star-Lord's dad in the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell. He was in The Thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm right. Kurt Russell's Kurt Russell. amazing. Keith David is in The Thing. Keith David is amazing. Um, awesome. All right, so point number three for creating a monster Think about all the angles. So like a piece of art, Del Toro points out, a glance at the monster tells you its story and purpose and what it represents. Mm. Therefore, every design decision must be made. (laughs) My brain is turned off. Conscientiously. Every design decision must be made conscientiously. Conscientiously. When When I hear this, I think of 
I think of what I'm seeing here, mm-hmm. right? I added this picture because this is what I thought of. What is this from? Yeah, what is I this don't from? know, actually. It looks Wait, like did these... you add all these pictures? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was part of the rules. It's No, 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 no. <laughs> it I... looks like something changing, melting. Yeah. But what I thought was people designed the monsters in a similar fashion. Mm-hmm. They use mm-hmm. clay to build the masks, all that. Make... So when he's saying from all the angles, I'm thinking when... I'm thinking in the practical realm where you have to get super detailed, like the Vecna situation. Mm. Like you, you need to, you need to see how light bounces off of your, your monster that you're designing. You know what I mean? So, and that, that can be seen with the eye, like wrap, take a, take a light like we have up here and then just circle it around the head that you're crafting. What is the back of the head? What, what is they, the, what they did for that? Is they, the they talk about like? it in the corridor crew video was they designed Vecna beforehand they crafted uh, and printed and created all of the practical effects and makeup that go on the actor. Mm-hmm. They put it all on the actor, and now they have reference. So the actor is actually in the scene, in those things, and they can animate everything on top of him, Yeah. right? So they know what the lighting looks like on his face, and then they add all of the visual stuff. Uh, they said that, like, when the tentacle things are moving on mm-hmm. his neck and chest, right? That's all added after the fact. But because they have the reference, they know how everything works and how everything yeah. goes. So they can see the whole picture because they already have it crafted out and practically in front of them, exactly. which is really cool. And like he says here, a glance at the monster tells you its story and purpose and what it represents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that is pretty high level. And you can get really detailed with that. But these are like the things that, you know, that are important, especially to Del Toro's process for mm-hmm. crafting a monster. Um, and Was then that all of them? No, there's one more. And uh, this is actually one that I, I really like mm-hmm. where he talks about getting the actors to convey with their whole body. You know, so there's there. I think I think it might be the guy that's in this suit. There's like a a guy who's super popular in Hollywood for being like almost all of the practical monsters. Mm-hmm. He was, uh, I think he was him. He was also the 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 most recently on Del Toro's work, the guy who did the Shape of Water monster. Yeah. Um, but he's been in all kinds of stuff. And he's probably the best monster actor. But we know also Andy Serkis as well. We know his yeah. movements. We know how he acts as creature in creature work, mm-hmm. right? With Gollum, with Caesar, with um, King Kong mm-hmm. in the uh, Peter Jackson film. Um, yeah, it's your 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 actors have to be able to convey what the monster is as and well. And the monster is not a human, so you can't do all of your work here like you right. might do acting as a human. No, it's sometimes. It's in the hands. Well, yeah, I, I, I it's also in, you know, shoulders. how how does the how how do the people reacting to the monster act, right? Mm-hmm. So uh Ripley and Aliens, Sigourney Weaver, how is she reacting to the monster being in the room with her at the end of the movie yeah. when she's trying to escape, right? And she's very scared and she's putting on the space suit and everything and everything is so scary and she's just trying to get it out the airlock mm-hmm. versus when she is in the um uh a very different suit she's in the um what's it called like a it's it's the like the Wolverine suit no the mecha like, suit the mech suit yeah. uh, in the second movie yeah yeah right she's in this thing that's fighting the queen 
and you it's know super cool and she's she's calling out the queen she's telling it to to get away from the girl right it's different acting get out of here both are one is scared but also trying to defeat it one is i'm gonna fight you also trying to defeat it yeah right how do they react it's both very important to how the person watching the movie is seeing the monster yeah which is important so uh and one other thing I wanted to bring up, if I may go back one, mm-hmm. with the, mm-hmm. the thing about the angles, this mm-hmm. also yeah. like represents like, does your monster have horns? And what does horns represent on your monster? Mm-hmm. That kind of uh, thing, you know? What do the physical features represent? What do the physical features represent? So when you get down to the acting, you he says, we've got the creature's backstory, environment, and appearance, but now it needs to come to life. The monsters have to move. They have to do their thing if you're creating a monster. So... That happens through the movement. So you build on top of these things. You start with the backstory. You move to the environment to help inform the monster. Then you move to the appearance of the monster, which is the ultimate information. Mm -hmm. And then to final, bring it to life, and that's done through acting. So, Or, you know, creative artists on the computer <laughs> well it has to do i it, it not only the acting of the creature but uh, the but supporting the, the acting of the people reacting to the creature yeah so i mean you know we see it a lot in hollywood with uh animated creatures right you know we've all seen the pictures of daenerys petting the dragons but it's a yeah. you know yeah, yeah. it's a green ball that mm-hmm. she's petting mm-hmm. or you like know? bella swan petting the guy who's supposed to be jacob right exactly <laughs> it's it's they're they're things you know they're not but it's it's up to the actor to make it seem real yeah. to make it seem like it's there yeah and that is how you create a monster for the movies. It's fun. It's good stuff. That's good absolutely stuff. good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I want to move it, into something. Go ahead. I was going to say some dumb joke. Not worth it. We have another monster uh, thing coming up. But first, thank you, Cynthia. To Cynthia. Thank you, Cynthia. Thank you, Cynthia, for we- Cynthia Wisner. Yeah. For being a Patreon supporter. Mm. $10 We tier. really do appreciate a $10 it. tier. Yeah, that's the highest tier. Hmm. Do we have the Cory tier up? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not up yet. I'm but nervous no, about adding one, the Cory tier. The, after 10. There's yeah, there's tier. a $25. Yeah. Is there really? Yeah. Oh, for like a super, super supporter. Yeah. yeah. Technically, cool. down the road, they're going to be the only ones that get the name and the credits on the podcast. Mm-hmm. But we're going to wait until we have a more. Big, yeah, everybody's big getting it right now. So if you guys get into the Patreon right now. You, all of your all of these current episodes will have mm-hmm. your name in it forever. We get too far down the road, <laughs> then we're yeah. gonna have to do the cutoff. Only the twenty five dollars a month. So we might be shouting out Monkey Dump. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Monkey Dump, for uh, for for being in the for being. That in the would Patreon. be kind of fun one day when we're just we're having to say it horrendous will be. names. It will because, be internet names. There'll be internet names, and I love that. That yeah. sounds like fun. I love the I love the <laughs> clip from uh, it, this dude is like IRL streaming. He's at mm. like a Walmart and he's like, "Hey, thanks for the tip. This a robbery." <laughs> <laughs> and there's people around him looking at him. This a robbery. This a robbery. <laughs> Thanks. He's you. at like a checkout line. <laughs> Appreciate you your support, Cynthia. If you want to be a Patreon supporter, just go to the link in the description of the podcast and choose a tier that best fits your podcast needs. Mm. You ready for monster number two? Two monsters? Two monsters themes. What? Okay. But we're getting into the holidays, the Christmas. Ah, we're talking about Tim Allen now. No, we're talking about 
Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> no. Jeffrey Dahmer? No. Any of the Jeffrey monsters? Negative. We're talking about Christmas monsters. Krampus. Okay. okay, since you say that, first one on the list. Krampus. For real? Uh, okay, this, this, this is what I'm going to do. Famous. This is what I'm going to do. What we're doing, okay? Mm-hmm. I have four Christmas monsters. I look like more like the Babadook than the I have, Would you stop cutting me off, you son of a gun? No. Whoops. You need me to knock over your drink again? Stop. <laughs> I thought it was like try to tickle stop him while now. his hands were up in an X. Stop. <laughs> Go we're ahead. Gonna... <laughs> we're going to look at four Christmas <laughs> monsters. We're going to try to imagine if yeah. these monsters were real in 2022, what would the world look like? Especially around the Christmas season. Then at the end, we're going to figure out which world would we would we rather live in. How would we react? How would we live in this new so world? So how are they different from each four other? Four the magic number tonight? You're just four in it. Four in four it. In four, it. In four, it. four, 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 four. Four. For the I think you should have done six. Well, dang. We're not doing that tonight. All right, so what's Krampus? So Krampus... <laughs> Um, you guys want to take turns reading? I, do we have to read Krampus all this? Krampus resembles so an anthropomorphic demon goat who punishes misbehaving children. He rips out girls' pigtails and beats children with birch branches uh, and often carries a basket on his back so he can carry off a child of his choosing and consume them for Christmas dinner. Woo! Uh, that, that's good Five enough. December is Krampus schnocked. Uh, the night where men in homemade Krampus costumes charge around Alpine villages with Pitchforks demanding booze and threatening strangers. Genuine monsters from fires of hell would probably have caused less destruction. These Krampus runs continue today and are a little more organized. Still terrifying. Okay, so what would happen is if every year Mm. some kid in the world gets snatched up. Well, first, millions of kids get terrorized by Krampus. Yes. Girls are losing their pigtails. Mm. Boys are getting beat over the head (laughs) by this... By this scary creature, mm-hmm. just invading their space and just taking advantage of them physically. Yeah, and one of these unlucky kids are going to get a miss every year misbehaving, misbehaving, misbehaving children. Let's, well, let's ask this: if there if there's monsters disciplining kids in a serious way for misbehavior, mm-hmm. does social justice exist? <laughs> I think no. I think it's up to parents to misbehave children. Yeah. To to be to reprimand children so that they don't get carried off by Krampus. Okay. So if we were to say in today's world, every year, like we're getting in the holiday season, everyone's like kind of happy, but also know that Krampus is going to show up and terrorize you and may take one of your kids. I unlikely because there's millions and millions of who, families. Who came up with these kind of stories? Like the. You get the colon stock, and if you're bad, or the different this. Di- hold on, different, different. Yeah, well, like but Scandinavian. It's for, but it's myths for bad kids. It's the, the, the every, adults that are like, get the kids to be good. We're yes, gonna exactly. we're gonna scare them into. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, it's no. We're not questioning the thought behind. <laughs> no, no, these no. Christmas it stories. is ridiculous nowadays. But back in the day when everything was dangerous, when going outside was dangerous, when the winter could kill you, when people could kill you, when the wolves could kill you, you know, when mom and dad are working every second of every day to make sure everybody survives, you know, making sure your kids aren't being stupid is very important for their survival as well. So you create monsters to give the parents a little bit of a mental break for one second. Yeah. 
and say, a creature named Krampus is going to come and eat you for Christmas dinner unless you behave. Gosh okay. darn it. Right. But well, what if Krampus was monster? real? No. What if Krampus was real? I think Christmas would be very different. It wouldn't it would be, be happy. It wouldn't be jolly. It'd be like, all right, everybody make sure you're being good. Yeah. Make sure you're behaving. It would uh, kind of be like... Uh, Hunger Games. And put no, a, but yeah, maybe. Put a, ring <laughs> maybe. Of, put a ring of salt around your house because this is clearly a demonic creature and they can't pass through solid rings or of salt. Or you gotta have the <laughs> wood steak rings. with yeah. the What if your neighbor water? like sabotages you and kicks a you're hole? You're done, you're done. K- kicks yeah, a gap in the salt. <laughs> exactly, that's the problem. The dad's out there patrolling around the house. It's like, no, don't touch my salt. Yeah. Don't touch I, my I think it'd be yeah, a, I think it'd like, be a much uh, more guarded time of year. That, that's more like <laughs> a purge then. It'd mm-hmm. be a much more guarded time of year. Next creature, the Yule Lads, Yule Lads <laughs> from Iceland. Okay, so I don't you don't have to read all of this, but basically what they are is I think there's 13 Yule Lads and different. They're kind of like 12 dwarves. and 24. Oh no, no yeah, the, the 12 13, and 24th right. of December. So they're basically like little dwarves or gnome-like creatures, yep, but yep. they cause mischief, right? Yeah. But the original legends of you lads was very violent. Okay. So they would they the mischievous nature would be one comes in and steals all of the family's sausages. All right. Mm. That family I gets like that zero liquor in the spoons. But he just comes in and licks all your spoons. Another one just slams doors so you yeah. don't get any sleep. That's the mischievous. Now take that kind of like mean-spirited behavior and make it violent. That's the original legends of the Yule Lads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like kind of like red hats. You guys know what red hats are? No, no. what's a red hat? Uh, they're essentially a gnome or a fairy like creature that lives in the garden. Um well they they they're they're like little gnomes and they wear red hats. Um, and they kill people or children or something. And their hats. It's a good thing I'm not a children their, anymore. <laughs> their hats are red because they soak them in the blood of their victims. Ooh. If a red hat's hat dries out, they red. die. If you catch a red hat, you can hold them hostage and get wishes from them. Ooh. If you ca- like take their hat because they don't want it to dry out because they don't want it. They don't want to die. Mm-hmm. What kind of wishes? The like magical wishes, or yeah, just they'll do wishes. something? They'll do stuff. For They're you. little leprechauns they'll at that do, point. Yeah, they'll do stuff for you. Um, so go around that bank. Let's go ahead and go with you the. Can guess what the sausage wiper gets up to? Ooh, let's just say this. Right okay, let's say this. <laughs> so they can be mischievous to as many people as they want, mm-hmm. but we're also going to keep the original legend and say they have a violent tendency. Mm-hmm. So if you like confront them while they're slamming doors, licking your spoons mm. and stealing your sausage, they might just beat you to a bloody pulp. You know what I mean? Well, so I think nobody's they, stealing they, my sausage. They touch most houses across the world between yeah. the days of the 12th to 24th of December. Uh, here's here's my thing. You take into consideration what the lads want, right? <laughs> the, yeah. the spoon licker wants wooden spoons to yeah. lick. So you you take your wooden spoons, you cook with them, then you leave them out for the liquor. for the liquors, so that they don't get violent. <laughs> you leave the sausages out for the swiper. You leave doors open for the slammer. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And you just make sure that you take into account what every lad wants. Mm-hmm. Thirteen things. And you provide it, and you provide it, and that's how you avoid getting, you know, hurt hurt by the Yule when they come during to visit. Yule times when they come to visit right before the Christmas day. So. And remember, they come out on Christmas Eve too. So yeah, you can't have fun till twelfth to the fifth, twenty fourth. Yeah. Uh, so, I think in today's world, the... 
How how would we how would we counter this in today's world? I just said, yeah, salt. No, no. no. Oh, you, no. You're you gotta, saying that's please, how you would do I'm it. Leaving, you would please them. I, I think that's how everybody would start doing it. When does the old the old witch from downstairs come into play? I don't have any witch, Christmas witches. Uh, I put salt on the stairs actually. Every <laughs> day so she doesn't come up. <laughs> Why it just goes like? <laughs> you gotta leave lines of salt. Yeah, or just put like oil so she mm-hmm. slips down the steps <laughs> when she's trying to get up. Your holy, holy waters. Mm-hmm. I so, make opposing simulacrums of myself. A what? <laughs> What's a simulacrum? You don't know what a simulacrum? No. A uh, simulacrum is uh, a voodoo doll. Uh, so it's made of clay and things and it represents the person and it has a piece of their hair or skin or oh, nails. Wait, you said you left one out? No, I make one of me so that, you know, if she's trying to hurt one of me, I have one with more powerful um uh <laughs> <laughs> you know, what if she gets uh, a hold of uh, that uh, one then? What if she gets a hold of both? It's um symp- sympath- sympathetic magic. Right, so she probably only has access to what my hair, my spit. That's the most DNA that she can bind to her simulacrum. <laughs> my sympathy magic has, you know, blood. It has it has way more magic in it. It's got a baby tooth. Right. In it. What, I don't know. What do you got in your car? A- anything and everything. So if she tries to like throw mine into a pot of boiling water, uh, my my sympathetic connection to the one that I have is stronger. So it's going to counter. But think about this. Effects. She has all the day, all the time in the world. You have to go to work. This How, is you're not gonna have time to counter all these smells. No, no, but she can't collect. This is not one of them, by the way. <laughs> this just does. Okay, all right. Look, yeah, there's no Christmas we... witches. All right, the next one is okay. The giant cat, the Yolakoturin, the Yolakoturin, Christmas cat, or the Christmas giant cat. Christmas cat happens to be a giant I would Christmas say that's cat. Yolakoturin, maybe. Yolakoturin happens to be. Yeah. A giant Christmas cat pet of guess who? The Ooh. Yule Lads. <laughs> the Yule Lads. The Lads? Yeah, see, right ah. here. If it's not enough, the Yule Lads also have a pet cat who was perhaps the most terrifying creature of all. So, what is the cat's motivation? Let's see. Um, it's telling Consumes the Yule any child who did not receive new clothes on Christmas Day. Well, that's, that's so the parents to good, avoid this. I always get underwear. one more thing. Yeah, so, <laughs> this is what the world looks like with the Yule lads and the Christmas. Cat. What happens if the What happens if the world does not produce enough clothes? Everyone, okay, this is what I think. I think a lot more parents would know how to knit, know how to sew, know how to just crochet. in case they couldn't they couldn't afford or couldn't get their hands because of the you know the demand mm-hmm. of new clothes. Yeah, you know some parents, and you know some booty holes mm. are going to hoard the clothes. Yeah. So they can make a sweet dollar. In today's I, world, I, we saw I that from the pandemic. Simple. No, but in today's world, you you have to get your kids new clothes or you're going to get eaten by a giant cat. Yeah. Your ki- children, you love the children. I don't know why this makes me think of that book we would read when we were little little wee little croutons about the guy they sold cheese for socks. Yes, yeah, so they so he sold to the rich cuz he used poor socks to get cheese for food. And he ran out, so they had to take his sweater and knit it. Knit more socks. And they knitted the socks into a sweater. It was too big, so they ended up giving it back to him. So it was like a circle of him getting cheese mm-hmm. and sweaters. Except he got the better of the deal because he got his sweater back and he got all that extra cheese. But he was still cold for like a significant amount of time. Yeah, they had a little, little drawn. <laughs> I think a little, weird story. I think of the little match girl. Y'all know the little match girl? The little mm-hmm. match girl. What? 
She's got she's got like like four matches left or whatever, and with each match she lights one. Mm-hmm. She's sitting; these are her last matches. She lights them. She's sitting in an alleyway somewhere, and with each match she imagines a better world for herself or a memory or something. Mm-hmm. And as each of them burn out, she moves to the next one, and then with the final one, it's gone, and she dies of the cold. Oh dang it! Oh dang it! Mm-hmm. That's why we didn't know this story. It's My a very parents sad, didn't like didn't story. like death stories. They don't want kids yeah. to be thinking about okay. their Im- immortality. If you don't get clothes, you get the cat. New okay, clothes. Imagine yeah. this. Imagine this. A giant cat just patrolling the streets, sniffing out for used New clothes. No, sniffing out for hand me downs. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're talking new clothes. You can't get your brother's old old t-shirts. Uh. Uh-uh. What we if could. you take that t-shirt, you cut it up, and then you sew it into a hat? That works. That's a new hat. That works. Works. It is a hat clothes. Yeah. It, it's accessories. <laughs> I saw a guy. <laughs> is it labeled clothes? I it saw warms a, your body, yeah. Guy at work the other day, he had the sleeve of a long sleeve shirt. He had cut, and he was taking the sleeve, and he put it on his head. So it was like a sleeve. <laughs> I a saw sleeve a dude hat. once who. And I'm like, that's great. He creative. was an old man with one of them pot bellies. He yeah. was like. Skinny arms and legs and everything, but he had one of them pot. It's bellies. a sailor belly. Yes, uh, and his shirt was cut horizontally up the side and then across the belly. <laughs> so it covered his belly button, it, or it was above his belly button, so it let his tummy hang out. It was cut down and then went straight down, and the rest of it was normal shirt length and was tucked in. What? Why? <laughs> He wanted know. to show the this belly. Was a real person that I saw. <laughs> he wanted to show the belly. It was incredible. Is that the last monster? No, now we have we one, a, more one more. One more, and then we get to decide which would which would we rather live in. All right, I don't know how to say this at all. The Gila, the Calicontrolcalicontrolai. Okay, in Greece, a group of demons called the Calicontrolai. <laughs> we're said to set. We're said to spend the year underground, sawing through the tree of life that ran through the earth. Okay. Each December, when just a single thread held the tree together, and the twelve days of Christmas would. This is all written. We'll so compel screwy. them to come above we'll ground, them to come and ground the earth. earth. I can do this. <laughs> By their return in January, the tree had repaired itself, and they had to start again. Once a once over ground, they caused mischief and chaos. But above all, sought to steal any children born over the twelve days of Christmas and turn them into fellow company. But they could be, but they could be kept at bay by binding newborn babies in straw and garlic. Wait, I'm so, so confused. So, so they, they're little. They're it's a horde of little demon tree that comes up that are underground and makes you into them. Comes up and try. If you're born twelve days before Christmas. Like you're a newborn, I'm good they though. try to steal you. Okay, try but, to steal that baby. But also, you could stop the creatures from getting into your house by placing a colander outside the door. Okay, so colander? they're what they, about what's the market for colanders? So they're compelled to count the holes, but because the number three is holy in the Greek, they would fail to count that number and have to start again. So they would so be on this would occupy loop. them till sunrise, when the house would be safe mm-hmm. until darkness fell again. So these are the original vampires. It sounds like. Maybe. Well, it just, just sounds like someone stealers. trying to sell a lot of colanders. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Okay, so let's say this. What What if there's like a horde of underground demons that you have a baby? You're just praying. Please, baby, 
come after Christmas. All but right. then it comes on the 14th. The 14th of December, you have, got, a, you have a pregnancy look, and you have a birth. Look, we've got some pretty strong evidence to, we've got some pretty strong repellents here. Calm straw. Under. Straw, garlic. Garlic. Both readily available, yeah, yeah. easy to get a hold of, and colanders. Okay. If you don't have I don't a know. colander. We, we went looking for colanders for, to make our, brew our beer. And take a bowl. How long did it take us to find a colander? Take a bowl a and while. drill some holes into it. Anything more than three. No, they they get, no it has to be 12. The holy number 12. No, three. the holy number is three. Oh, oh, I thought so, you said So, so they just get drill to three. a bunch of holes in a bowl, put it outside the door. You would think they would know not to start cart, ca- counting when they can't make it past three. They're dumb. <laughs> so I, I think we've but got some good pretty at, strong they're repellents. They're good at stealing babies. So in this world, everybody would Baby be snatching. wrapping their babies in hay you and know what I said garlic, garlic and putting colanders outside the door. You better hide your kids, hide your wife. Hide your husband because they're out there stealing everybody. Okay, mm-hmm. so what's the what is the world you would not want to live in between these four? Scroll monsters. through them again. Go. So we have we cat, have the cat, demon, demon baby snatchers, and then the elf next. giant cat, the little Yule lad elves, and the Krampus. Which would you prefer not to live in? What world? It sounds like the, the elf, worst Christmas. The world. elf one at the end, probably. You think the the Yule lads are the worst? No, the 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 no. demon baby snatchers. Yes, the snatchers. Um, the go back to the cat. I I, I forgot the rules. Um, you, new the, clothes. Yeah. Um, I would say Krampus. You say Krampus is yeah. The I worst would say world. either the Krampus or because Krampus, because yeah. Krampus is the hardest to avoid. Krampus is a guaranteed kid getting eight. No, it's not. If your kids are good, yeah, yeah, then it's not. No, but Kramp- not every kid's good. Krampus is guaranteed a that's, kid. That's the problem. Misbehaving is the hard. There's that's the hardest rule to be able to keep your kids from mm-hmm. being mischievous. So this would be the worst world to live in. All the other ones we have rules to stop these monsters. Stop. Even hard, if there's misbehaving. hard, fast rules. There's there's a magic system. Yeah, if you will. exactly. <laughs> there's a hard magic system. There's a soft magic system. You can't account for everything. Okay, your kid just may be mischievous. I agree with Wyatt. And I didn't think about it in that way, but I agree with you because I'm like, I don't want a world where we can't fight them. Yeah. I don't want a world where there's a guarantee sacrifice. Yeah. And that's what Krampus offers. All right. Do we guarantee? What's the best world? Uh, definitely them, the elves. I, I'm your saying lads? giant cat with new clothes. All, all you get yeah. to do is put on they your both, new clothes. Yeah. Put on your new clothes. Make sure your kids are all in their new clothes. And then like sit by the window and watch the giant cat walk around the neighborhood. That's we, what I think. I don't know that we don't know. We don't know the rules for this. What exactly is new clothes? Do I it, it, see if I can take old clothes and turn them into a new clothing item and that works? I'm okay living in this world. You got to go to Target and get some new If socks. I have to go out and buy new clothes for my kids each year, um, that's there's there's poor people who can't do that. Yeah. And that's, I think that's pretty that's, bad. That's what it is. The cat's going to get probably a few people. Because uh, Krampus, be Krampus, that's not a confirmed kill. It is. That's not a, no, Krampus is pretty much guaranteed no, no, one no. child dies. No, no, no. He, it's not a confirmed. He's got to eat his dinner. Listen, it's not a confirmed kill for your child. Correct. He may come in and take their pigtails or beat them with a branch. <laughs> right? Which, you know. No, I think that's, that's a, not death. Okay. Cat's killing your kids. It's taking your kid. It says consume. It's gonna consume any child. So if you don't follow these rules, one hundred percent, just be like. Ch-ch-ch. So what? What do you, you want to live? You want to live with the mischievous 
gnome. No, creatures? I would live with the, the gnome. I feel like the Yule lads. Yeah, because it says they can get violent, uh, gruesome, gratuitous, oh, gratuitous violence. Yeah, gratuitous, shocking tales of some gruesome brutality and gratuitous violence. But it never says kill. It never says kill. <laughs> it never says they'll kill you. But neither does the demon babies. They just get converted. I don't want my baby converted. <laughs> Look, I can I can suffer some gratuitous violence <laughs> fighting off the Yule lads. I right? mean, define gratuitous. I know the gratuitous sniff. I don't know the gratuitous <laughs> uh, violence. Pretty gruesome violence. Like they're cutting you open. They're oh, really, okay. really laying Really into messing you. with you. Okay. Yeah. Stealing your sausages. <laughs> gratuitous. Just plugging your orifices with sausages. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know. I am split between either the you no, lads I, or the you lads pet. I would definitely lads for myself. You're going with lads? I just, I, I'd rather just do something to avoid a giant cat than for sure have to be pranked or beat up. Let's violently think of, by let's, these guys. Hold on. Let's go back to. There's 13 of them. Let's go There's back. One giant cat. Let's and go you back to the. Let's go back easily. to the the elves. Yeah. At the end, chewing on the tree, right? You mean the demons? As yeah. look, pregnancies can be timed. Everybody knows that they happen. You know, yeah. that it takes them nine months. You know, back. You know, for the most part. Your kids are not going to be born during this time frame if you time it right. It's twelve days before Christmas. Everybody, that's two. Everybody, that's is, almost two full weeks. Everybody is making their kids in November. But you can't plan for that very well. What do you mean? Like that'd be really hard to plan. No, it's not. What you no, talking to get about? everybody on board with making kids in November. It, it wouldn't <laughs> take getting everybody on. I don't care about other people. Okay, if by Wait, those they, rules, then we, say we go newborn? with the giant cat. Wait, go, go back, go back. By, by does not it say caring babies about or newborns? Because they could be like no, newborns. No, no, no. We're talking about we a world. Newborn? We're talking about a world where this happens. I'm saying in that world with the elves, everybody is is making their babies during <laughs> October and November. You're never making your babies earlier because yeah, what if they really. what if they're born during those days? Yeah, everybody's making babies in in those last three months. Everybody, you're never making your baby earlier. Wait, when you say make your baby, are you talking about freaking inducing a, a, the birth? I'm talking about uh, uh, <laughs> conception, the sex. <laughs> But you sex. That this is you're not having sex during December. This is babies who are born during. I this know, time. but you can make that is it's the nine point. months from that point. It's easy to time out. You are not making your baby, <laughs> but someone's gonna get the the urge. The urge mid mid December. That's on them. If we're living in this world, they know the rules. Okay, but by that same freaking logic, we go with large cat because. If it's just, I just have to worry about my family, and everyone knows the rules. The cat won't eat anyone if you get new clothes. Yeah, but what if you lose what, a job from what the if, factory? Yeah, exactly. What if you, you are? What if you new? are so poor you can't get new clothes? Because you got. I'm eat. saying this in that situation. That's unavoidable. The baby thing is completely avoidable. Yeah, I don't want to live in a world where there's a horde of demons running around counting dots, trying to freaking. Find newborn babies. Just don't be boning down during other parts of the year. This is a ridiculous Make sure your game. babies are born well before this time. Yeah. I'm going with giant cat. 
Okay, Josh, which world would you want to live in? The lads. Okay, Josh was going with the you lads. We all we all think Krampus is the worst. Yes. Yeah. No. Wyatt, I you're saying the, I said the baby snatches were scary, but Krampus is pretty I, bad. I, yeah. I actually think I'm going to go with the baby snatcher world. You're going with baby snatcher demon world. There's so many easy ways to avoid this. Mm-hmm. Don't you know? Don't be having kids. Yeah, but they're still going to be around. Maybe they'd be stealing, snatching your baby, but maybe they'll just. Maybe be, they'll they'll sh- just walk through your house looking to see if you got a baby. They can't get into my house. I got a colander out the front. <laughs> <laughs> see, hard. What if, fast no, what if rules. someone loses their their job and they can't buy a colander? I'm. T- you make a colander. <laughs> you you make can make one. new clothes. I'm going. He's going with Demon World. I'm going with Large Cat World, and I'm gonna turn it into a vent. I'm gonna say, everyone, put on your new clothes. We're going to see the giant cat walk down Main Street. It's sad that some people don't have enough money to buy new clothes for their families. I don't think they'd be going to the. Main We're gonna Street. build Probably up charities. We're gonna give new clothes away. You gotta buy new. What is this? I can easily give away straw, colanders, <laughs> and garlic. Way easier than you can give away new clothes. What are you in the textile? Profession. I got the textile merit badge in Boy Scouts. Yeah, what'd you I could, make? I oh. made. What did I make? You weaved a belt. I, w- I wove a belt. Okay, that's so freaking easy. Yeah, it is, and it was my <laughs> first ever project. So get off my butt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with giant cat. Josh was going with the you lads and Wyatt wants to live in a world with demons. We still got to talk about Tim Allen. You know that? <laughs> yeah. Okay. What time? How what time? How we're over, over an hour. Well over? Uh, no, just over. Okay, we're, let's rush through this. I got seven facts about Tim Allen's Santa Claus film that you do not know. And I mean, we're gonna we, go we, through we know one of them. Now, you might know some of them. Okay. You might know some of them. It's a fun fact. Let us know in the comments you know, if you knew what if you knew any of these. And tell. I know there's more. I specifically left a bunch out because there are a lot of fun facts about this film. Tell us in the comments if you know more fun facts about this film. I don't okay. know if she likes this movie, Santa Claus, but I know T- uh, Esther's a really big fan of Tim Allen. She really likes All Tim right. Allen. She Let's learn why. some stuff about Tim. Okay. Or so Santa Claus. We got the Santa Claus Tim Allen film. Yeah, First yeah. fun fact. November <laughs> 1994. What? You just got so much stuff to read. I just episode. copied and pasted. I wanted to get so much good information out you of You want me one. to read? I read quick. Go read quick. <laughs> Uh, 1994 was a high point for Tim Allen. In the same week. In the same week, the Santa Claus <laughs> was number one at the box office. Home Improvement was America's number one rated TV show. Yeah, yeah. Allen's book, Don't Stand Too Close to the Naked Man, was number one on the New York Times bestseller list. Imagine that week it was for big. Tim Allen. Yeah. That's big. That's like the whole Wait, world the knows your fa- name. Is that the fact? That's, that's the first we go. Cool oh, fact. That's, that's not bad all right. at all. I thought they were all going to be negative. No. Oh. What did you think? I This is a slam piece? Maybe. That's a bad like, choice no, of words. I, I thought it was like bad during the of filming words. of Santa exactly Claus. Did you know? Slam piece is a legit thing. <laughs> no, it's I, a legit term. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say stuff that was like, did you know during the filming of Santa Claus he could not wear any underwear with the Santa Claus suit because it made him itchy or something like that. I'm just giving that's you not some a negative. That's a positive. That's a pop. Well, what if he's had too much <laughs> cocoa that day? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Next fun fact. One eight hundred spank me was more than a gag. It's doubtful Disney realized it, but in this in this phone number mentioned in the movie connected to a real phone sex line, this caused a minor <laughs> scandal when the Santa Claus hit home video in nineteen ninety seven. The line funny. was subsequently been cut from future releases, including DVD. Okay, that is hilarious. I'm going to play this really short scene from the movie. Oh, you found it? Yeah, it's on YouTube. 
<laughs> of course it is. Awesome. Yeah. So let's let's watch this real quick. Neil's mom's number in case. One eight hundred spank me. I know that number. <laughs> I remember I that, that number. <laughs> I know we, that number. I'm, we had the VHS with that co- with that version. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. It was always. I never saw the film without that version. That's yeah. funny. So uh, that's another cool little uh, cool little tidbit. I'm reading this one. Toy Santa and Buzz share a catchphrase. They both declare, "You are a sad, strange little man." Who does? Oh, Toy Santa. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Toy Santa is saying that in reference to Buzz Lightyear. That's they're not sharing a catchphrase. Well, doesn't Tim Allen say it in the film? Yes. Yeah. Buzz Lightyear says it. It's Tim Allen's catchphrase. They're both Tim Allen. Buzz Lightyear says it in Toy Story, and because essentially. Toy Santa is a giant toy. Yeah. He's saying it in reference to this movie. Yeah. They're, they're not sharing the a catchphrase. He, they are, tip- they are uh, referencing Toy Story in in, t- in the second uh, Santa Claus movie. Yeah. Okay. How many fun facts do you have, by the way? He said seven. Oh. That's four? Bruh. Keep going. All right. There's a Mickey hidden in the moon. Yeah. And we knew that. Is there really? Is, is that not real? No, that's real. No, that's so, uh, so... Most Disney films have a Mickey hidden someplace. Mm-hmm. If you know where it is or you, you have good eyes, you can find it. In this film, it's on the moon. Ear, ear, head. Oh, I would have said it was up there. Yeah, See, I would have said it was in the, the dark spot. It's also right there. Yeah. yeah. It also could be there. But I everyone, thought, the, the community genuinely generally agrees it is this section right here. That's not real. Yes, it is. No, that's just a picture of the moon and people are like, oh, Mickey. No, that's that's for real. It's just like in Star Wars in Empire Strikes Back, there is literally like a Mickey looking <laughs> thing in the background. It's not Mickey Mouse, it's just a thing that's in the movie. Well, that wasn't Disney at that point. No, exactly. But, but yeah. that's not a Disney reference. That's just the moon. You guys are But retards. this is a Disney film. Yeah. Retards. You got that's that's <laughs> just one. a picture of the moon. That's how the moon looks. He did say one eight hundred spank me though. He did say that. Yeah. I don't believe this one. I think that's just a picture of the moon. Uh, I believe it. Okay, so there is a little shout out to Home Improvement. Yeah. Uh, he puts the little belt. He sizes it on. He's like, uh-uh, too small. I like that. Just a quick shout out to Home Improvement because that's what the show's about. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you haven't seen Home Improvement, by the way, it's, it's an show. older yeah. film, but it's it's an older show. It's freaking good. It's good. It's you should classic. watch it. Um, I think this is close to the last one. Disney is sometimes strict when hiring actors for films due to Alan having a record, a criminal record. Mm-hmm. He almost lost out on the role Scott, of Scott Calvin. However, according to pop culture, whoever they are, Disney made an exception for the actor and let him star in the movie. So it wasn't just about that he had a record. It was about like Disney had a policy. It's like we don't put leads with a record on film. It's too scandalous. Mm-hmm. And they well, got to know Tim Allen and they're like, he's a good guy. He was yeah. he was throwing that you know that snow in his Santa bag right <laughs> yeah so that so he was caught with bag. some with some cocaine uh, at an airport which is a crazy place to which, bring cocaine yeah, and and well and it look, was before nine eleven this is this is also yeah. Hollywood uh, it, it's California people are on drugs people are addicted to drugs and that's not something you know that should define their entire career no. that that they were at one point an addict. Mm-hmm. People get over that. People change. People get better. Um, 
And who knows, he might have been bringing it to his addict friend who needed well, it. He needed his medicine. <laughs> and no, I'm just saying that, you know, you got to give people a chance. You never yep. know what's going to happen. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad he was. Di- I'm mm-hmm. glad he became Santa. Yeah. I think this is the last one. Did you guys know there are, the, in addition to hidden Mickeys, <laughs> there's a lot of elves hidden. There's hidden, hidden elves. elves. I, yeah, I we didn't knew that. know this. We didn't know this. I actually didn't Joshua know that. Joshua didn't know this? I did know this. Joshua knew this. I've this never little seen boy this before. is an elf yeah. in class. That's awesome. Throughout the film, they hid little little uh, kid elves in the background. That's mm-hmm. good. So there if weren't... that doesn't prompt you to go watch the film, try yeah. to find the elves. There were no hidden Mickeys. That was just the moon. Uh, but <laughs> no, the hidden elves thing. is a legit thing. Yeah. That's really cool. Yep. They got hidden elves throughout the first movie. Go ahead and watch it. Try to find where all the hidden elves. This is the first give. This is the first yeah. one you get for free. Pretty all right. Cool. So I think that's all my facts. Yep. Fun facts. But we still got monsters. Even we got, we've talked about monsters this whole episode. What's wrong with monsters? Monsters are good. We only got a couple more weeks left of monsters. Here we go. Um, Anything you want to intro before I go? Um, well, we can talk about mine once we get it up on the screen because I got to introduce some important stuff. About I, I had a specific monster. He's it's the same monster, same from creature, different movies because he said the movie I picked. The he movie was you too picked big. is too big. Scroll to it. Okay. Which Minotaur? Minotaur. From Which Narnia? movie do you think I was gonna pick? Narnia. No, I was gonna pick per, I, Percy Jackson. Oh, Percy too, Jackson. Too big, Isn't apparently. that Minotaur too big? It's big. But it's freaking huge. It's a, you that's need a, a monster. This, you said a little bit larger of human size monster. Yeah. So Joshua said, "Here, let me let me pull yeah, out but, the, let me pull out a creature the size of a bus." No, he takes the horn and stabs the the monster in the chest with it. Yeah. So a pretty easy kill. Yeah. To be honest, don't make me the bad guy. <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. Don't hey hey. Look, why are you ganging up on me? I'm Back not, the heck I'm not, up. I'm not. But I think I think it doesn't matter. Minotaur is anywhere between seven and nine feet tall. So is the man bat. Yeah yeah. Okay. Um, what is the man bat? So the man bat is from Batman. It's oh. from the comics, the animated uh, series, and the video games. Is we he a bad guy? It's a monster. It's not really a bad guy. So oh. Doctor Langstrom creates this serum which turns him into the man bat oh so it's um, a guy that turns into a man yeah and so it, it is a legit monster it's hurting people it's uh dangerous it has it's it's bigger than a human so it's it's and it can fly and it has sonic radar powers so it can it has sonic blasts that it can hurt you with um so yeah that's my monster and the monitor if you don't know what it is it's a warrior standing cow yeah, it's a stand, bull. standing bull. It's a giant. It's a really strong creature with yeah. an attitude. So an I attitude think, that'll rip your head off. I think the Minotaur is definitely stronger than the Man Bat. Oh, I think it can manhandle it pretty good. But the, the Man, man Bat's bat, got the, the Man Bat has this shooting thing. Can shoot sonic powers yeah. from mm-hmm. its mouth, which I think would incapacitate the Minotaur, and it can fly. Incapacitate. Mm-hmm. Did Batman become victorious over this bat? Yeah. You can't use Batman as, as Yes, you can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. He defeats he Batman has a plan to defeat literally everyone of the Justice League. I think he can defeat a Minotaur. Did he, did he beat Ezra Miller? Because, you know, he's the villain. Yeah, he's <laughs> the villain of the DC universe. Uh not yet. He's still getting away with crimes. Look. No. I, I think Batman is a good is a good no, stress test. No, it's not. Yeah. I don't think so. 
how, how did they physically fight him, or was it all technological knowledge based? He uses, he uses he technological knowledge base. His superpower okay, is prep time. Okay, it doesn't matter about Batman. Which one's gonna win out of this? Okay, Batman is not beating the Minotaur. Yes, he is. Batman's not beating the Minotaur. Yeah. It, okay, maybe if it set a trap. Maybe. Uh, Look, maybe. Uh, Batman. That's not what we're arguing for. That's not what we're so arguing Batman. for. Batman. Hold on. How strong are the the sonar paralyzations? Uh, it's gonna burst your eardrums and make you cover your ears. Oh, jokes on you. This thing doesn't have ears. Yes, it does. <laughs> it doesn't. I I, I think it does. In this picture, it doesn't. He's a bull who stands up. Yeah. If it can hear, I he think I think the man bat is incapacitating it. But also, uh. The man bat's definitely not stronger than the minotaur. I also don't know that how 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 easy is it for this man bat to to get the sonar effectively to its victims? This thing it screams. Beat up is it like one hundred percent? Him on its side. It screams through its mouth. He yeah, said, but but like oh. but like. Does it have to be right next to you? Could it be literally fifty feet away so it has yeah, a I think, se- I, severe advantage? I think it's a, I think it's at least got a range of like thirty feet. That's pretty dang close because then it could just hover above and say, "Yeah, it kills it every time." But yeah. th- by that logic, this but thing it kills most things. But it's, no, no, no. Like, it's where's not, the it's hole? And where's it. the chink in his arm? It's not killing it with the sonars; just hurting its ears. Um. So I'd, can the monitor have earmuffs? No, obviously it's got horns. <laughs> See, I think yes, I would agree. It it would hurt its ears, and it would probably uh, make it so it can't hear. But even if this thing jumped on top of him, he would just like rip it off and tear it apart. If he's not incapacitated first. If he's not, yes. Uh, I don't know. I, I the Minotaur wins physically, but you know the man bat's pretty big. Well, and I'm going with physics it's, over. And it's flying. <laughs> I'm going with physics over. If it look at its feet, it could pick it up and throw it off a cliff. No, this thing probably could not pick that up. That thing's definitely like 400, 500 pounds. No, this thing's about a ton, bro. Not okay, a ton. But, you said it's roughly man sized. It's, a, no, it's roughly it's larger than man sized. Men are not a ton. Men are also not weighed okay, a this cow, strong. A cow. Mm-hmm. How heavy is the average cow? It's definitely not a ton. No, say the average bull because it's, it's a bull size. It's and it's definitely not the size of a bull. It's part man. Five hundred to one thousand kilograms. Kilograms. How much is that? That's right, so yeah. That's it's definitely ju- above a ton. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Right, so hey, definitely above a, a ton. Minotaur, and it's a. My, I would say a minotaur is a little bigger. Than your average bull, just yeah. a little bit, and he stands up. But this so, is also a giant human-sized bat, bigger than a human. So we're we're talking like what, four hundred pounds? Yeah. Okay. So four hundred pounds. Yeah, this thing's versus, not picking that thing up. Sure, versus could. about maybe two tons. <laughs> this is not a full bull. We already established that. No, it's bigger than a bull. No, the one you picked is. No, oh, no. Okay, this isn't. Let's just say this is an average-sized bull. Which is like this two, one's pretty big. A ton and a half to two tons. Yeah. Heavy. I don't know. I still think it could, it, it's not going to fly off with it, but it could get it off the ground. I don't know about that. I'll say, I'll say because of paralyzation, which is, seems like a cheat code to me. It doesn't even give it a fighting chance, but I'm going to have to go with the bat because. Yeah. Because it can paralyze its victims. It with can paralyze its victims, but then that As sucks. really like paralyzed, like I can't move or like it hurt my ears. There's, that's a difference. 
I think if if you if it's bursting your eardrums constantly with a screech and it can get up on you, I think the man bat's got you. But how does the man bat kill? With his feet? With his know. bite? I have no. I don't know. Because it can it can paralyze you, but once it gets to you, like doesn't know what to do after that. Yeah, I think it's gonna shred at you with its feet and it, with its bite. Well, I guess we have to we have to talk about the hide thickness of the minotaur. Yeah, then they got thick thick they got yeah. thickies. They got some. Thickums. Let's remember though. It can fly away. This can run away. <laughs> it, it not, it's not going to beat flight. Yeah, flight kind of has... goes in a straight, straight line. Look how big this is compared to that doorway, though. That's a pretty. <laughs> that, that, that's that's a forced a pretty, perspective. It's forced perspective. No, no, no. Yeah, Look forced. at his shadow in comparison to the ground. He's pretty close to that doorway. What is that? No, he's not. This is like freaking what is behind him. The shadow's straight down. It looks like a plant. Hey, you're, you're in my. This my is shop. forced I'm perspective with a Dutch angle. That is not. It's a Dutch. He's not standing next to the mm. door. It's pretty close to that door. <laughs> no, I, okay, he's clearly going for the bat, and I'm clearly Obviously, going for the Minotaur. The man bat. Whatever you what, say, what do you think is going to win? The tiebreaker. It's the bat. Because, but I think then it's, it's the bat. It's an it's unfair bat. advantage, but then that's in this scenario, the it's the bat. I'm saying my door, but if you think the bat, then we're going with the bat. Thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. Freaking. Yeah. I feel a little gypped on this. What? Oh. You, 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 you Why didn't you decided? vote for the Minotaur then? Yeah, we Because both... I don't truly think the Minotaur wins with the sonar capabilities, but the sonar feels like a cheat code. The sonar can basically kill everything. Nah. Yeah, because it's like nah. paralyzed. That's like, what? Wh what are creatures in wild that paralyze their victims and always win? It's spiders. Spiders will paralyze their victims and always get a like their victims always get a because they have a cheat code. Yep, they got a cheat snack. They got a cheat. cheat. They got a cheat code. They're like, I don't have to put up a fight. Cheat, I just gotta snack. paralyze you. Snatch is what I meant to say. I don't know if if you think it's the minotaur. No, it's the bat. Because the Minotaur hey. does have the strength. Minotaur wins. Everybody. 